All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, October 27th of 2023 here. Uh, if you guys are new here, we do this show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. So today is our last show of the week. So if you guys have questions ahead of the weekend, today is the day to get those questions answered. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First way, send us an email, support at SaberSim.com. We will take your question and then answer it on the show and then send you a timestamp recording of your question being answered. You can post it live in the YouTube chat, and you can also post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get joined up, there is a link in the description of this video to get signed up highly recommended as always get access to our similar channels which are super important during nba season uh get access to office hour channel we can ask questions ahead of time get access to other members of the saberson team so no a uh, bunch of good reasons to be in the discord and no reason not to be but uh appreciate you guys hanging out you know i started the show a couple minutes late here my bad on that one uh but before we get started with questions as always wanted to remind you guys if you guys have not signed up yet get signed up for our weekly max challenge it is a promotion giveaway we do during the nfl season here talk um you know what what the promotion gets you access to is weekly prizes season-long prizes it is completely free to enter the link to this page is in the description of this video you can use the green enter the challenge button up here and then for the eligibility requirements all you need to do is use the saberson logo as your avatar in DraftKings. Fill out our short forms. We can send you guys awesome gear and prizes. And then Max entered one of the DraftKings Mini Max contests on the NFL Sunday main slate. But that is all you need to get started. So with that said, going to get Saberson pulled up here. Uh, looks like we have an 11-game NBA slate. I know we have Week 8 NFL coming. We have our big 12-game college football main slate on Saturday. We have the World Series starting today with Game one between the D-backs and the Rangers. We have a five-game NHL slate. And then it looks like on Saturday, we also have a 14-fight MMA card. I always tell people, if you guys are not signed up with SaberSim, Fridays are the best day to start your five-day free trial. You get access to all of these awesome sports over the weekend here. You get to play, you know, NFL main slate, you know, Monday Night Football. Uh, so just a ton of dfs sports going on at once over the weekend here so if you're not signed up get signed up today is the day to start that free trial but we're gonna start with questions that came in in the office hours channel and it looks like our first question here would be from it would be from bill's nut looks like first one came in today from bill's nut here so we're gonna get this one in the chat we're gonna get going Question says, what is a good way to build 20 max versus single entry in NBA using contest sims and the new late swap feature? What post-build adjustments should I make besides adjusting min uniques? What has worked well for you in a in a sport like NBA with lower variance? Is it better to have fewer min uniques? I'm trying to develop a good process for using contest sims and live late swap. Okay, so a couple questions here. I do, I do want to like pick and choose which, which ones I answer first. So I thought there was a very interesting question right in the middle said in a sport like NBA with lower variance, is it better to have fewer min uniques? So I do want to clarify kind of what min uniques do and uh, their value. So min uniques is a tool. It is not something that is required for you to use. 
but it is available for you to use. So I think that's something that comes up often here is like, hey, you know, um, we release a new feature or new tool. Oh, I have to use it. Like, by no means do you have to use anything, but we do give you guys the ability to use it, right? So that's first and foremost there. And then from there, you know, how do you use it efficiently? Well, it depends on what your goals are. So the Minuniques is a tool for basically controlling the risk of your lineup portfolio. So the lower Minuniques are, the more high exposure you're going to get to individual players and combinations of players that SaberSim deems are, are good together, right? So at Minuniques of one in this set of 20 lineups, I am seeing here, you know, one, two, three, four, five players over 85% ownership. So Sabersim is saying, hey, when we play these five guys, like mostly together, they, they're just really, really good together, right? They grade out well in Saber score, et cetera, here. What Minuniques is, is a way, uh, well, what Minuniques does is it guarantees that there are so many players different from every other lineup that you're playing. So when I set Minuniques to four, that's going to make sure that out of my 20 lineups, at least four are different from every other lineup in that set. Happen is that you are naturally, organically going to be adjusting the exposures from your lineup set here. So we can see that, you know, we had five guys above 85%. Well, now I only have one guy over 85%, which is Chris Paul. So by putting these constraints on the builder, I'm making the builder make tough decisions. I'm saying, hey, you know, uh, you have to abide by this new rule that I'm putting in place. What do you want to do? And then the builder is like, okay. Uh, what do I want to do? He goes, the builder says, you know, let's keep Chris Paul exposure at all costs and let's move these other guys down. So the builder is telling you like, hey, we think Chris Paul is your most important piece here. So let's maintain him and let's move all these other guys around. So you can you can get feedback from the builder just by using this tool. Now, where it comes into play, like, hey, how do you decide how much to use? It really depends on your risk tolerance, right? If you were somebody who said, oh, I would never play 19 out of 20 lineups with one player. What if they get hurt, right? That's going to ruin my night. Well, then you're probably somebody who wants to use more mini-uniques, right? And then now, you know, at six mini-uniques, well, one, I don't have enough lineups, so let's go down to five. At five, you know, I'm using less of Chris Paul here, right? I'm, I'm, I'm down to 75%. So you get to figure out if that's the right number for you. Maybe you're like, oh, Chris Paul is a smash. You know, I'm, I'm fine having 100% of him. So Minuniques is a tool to that that you can use to help SaberSim figure out what is your risk tolerance and you can adjust it accordingly. So when trying to figure out what the right number is, I like to look at the exposures column, see how those exposures move, and then settle on a Minunique number that matches my risk tolerance when looking at the exposures. I look at the exposures and I say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with what I'm seeing. And then whatever that number is, I would keep it. So there's not like a hard and fast rule like, oh, this number is perfect. Use it as a tool to get the correct exposures or the, the exposure percentages that match your risk tolerance is how I would define that. All right. Uh, that first question jumping around here said, what is a good way to build for 20 max versus single entry in NBA using contest sims and the new late swap features. So, so previously here, you know, we, we would say that you, you would want to follow the DFS profit plan, which really talks about separating your builds into single entries and three maxes, and then 20 maximum 50 max running two separate builds, even running two separate builds can be a little tough during NBA season here. But if you have the time to do it, I would still do it here. 
Uh, I think where it gets really tricky is like in late swap, uh, when you have all these different contests, the late swap, how do you figure out, you know, how to late swap and what, what late swaps, what contests to group, uh, to save time. Right. So something we were talking about on the stream I did with Jordan and Matt recently was like, Hey, if you're playing, you know, four 20 maxes, take the 20 max, that is the highest entry fees and use that as your proxy contest for all of your 20 maxes. So you're taking into account that one that, you know, pays the most to first that costs the most to enter. And then you are using that for all of the contests to save time. I really think that that is probably the best way to go is to pick a contest that you care the most about in a set of contests that look very similar, and then just late swap based on that contest sim. And then you're going to get, um, you know, results from your contest sim that might not be completely accurate, but very accurate and very time efficient there. So there's a little bit of a trade-off there between like specificity and time, but we can't control the time with NBA news. So you're going to have to make those trade-offs, but I don't think it's a huge trade-off. And I think grouping the contest by a very similar contest as your proxy is going to be completely, a completely, completely good strategy. All right. I think I hit all of those questions there. So I thought that was a great question to get us going. Next question here. And this is our last question in the Discord. I'm going to jump over to the YouTube chat. It says, when doing a late swap, does SaberSim include your current lineups in the build? Or is there a way to require that it does so? Basically, I'm trying to ensure that I'm not late swapping away from a lineup that would actually grade better than any of the options the late swap builder finds, especially when I've spent the time to curate my pre-lock lineups to use mini uniques for late swaps for NBA. Okay, two questions here. So the first question is that uh, SaberSim will allow for the same lineup to come up in late swap. So like if you have, you know, a lineup and there's only one, one spot unlocked, it's very, very possible that SaberSim puts the same player it back into your lineup. It's not going to say, oh, hey, I have to change this lineup because we are late swapping. Like that is not the case. Uh, what SaberSim will do will be determine, hey, who is the best player to put in this lineup? And if that's the player you already have, then it will just put that player back in the lineup. So it's not being forced to change. So don't worry about that part. And then the second part is, do you use mini uniques for late swap for NBA? So I definitely think you can. It kind of goes back to our conversation at the beginning of the video. Like, yes, you can use it for late swap. You don't have to. The, the reasons kind of for not using it is because when value opens up, you want to capture as much of that value as possible because normally the field is not late swapping optimally. So by applying mini uniques, you might be getting to less of the new best plays than you were before. So I kind of like using like a little lower of a mini unique value in late swap when that news opens up. So keep that in mind and, and be, be aware when those situations arise. All right. Great, great question there. Jumping over to the YouTube chat question from Justin need to know when I run a build on basketball, I then run contest sim. After that, I save it to my lineups and load them into DK and FanDuel. Should I do that later in the day? So actually for basketball, I would wait until the lineups are out and there's no pending news. So, so you have a couple of resources here, right? So the, a great one is going to be this basketball monster news dashboard here. So you go to basketballmonster.com, you go to this news dashboard. It's going to show you, Hey, who's questionable? What players are unsure to play? Right. And, and then when the lineups are released, 
you're going to see a green check mark in the app next to the team. And then if you clicked on any individual team in this status column, you're going to see green check marks. So, hey, you're going to see that, okay, these are the starting five players. And then we're going to let you know up at the top, hey, uh, we have we have confirmed the lineup for Memphis here. So mm-hmm. I would either, you know, wait till lineups are confirmed or be sure that there is no pending news for upcoming games. And then I would build my lineups. I would not build my lineups early in the day, leave them, and then never change them again. So basketball, you're going to need to have some type of process where you can build lineups in 10 to 15 minutes leading up to lock. So I would focus on that and and on that process and trying to figure out a process that you can do quickly. That doesn't mean you have to wait to do all your research, right? You can do research. You can run builds throughout the day, see how, you know, lineups are changing based on projection updates, based on news updates, things like that. But your final set of lineups, I would wait till that like 10 to 15 minute window before lock and, and be ready to build your lineups and submit them from there. All right. Justin said, I just signed up with discord and saw that the Sims run throughout the day. Should I load them to my lineups later in the day? Yeah, definitely. Just like a kind of a follow up on the last question that we answered. Uh, Sal said, would you adjust your exposure before you mean uniques? I would adjust my min uniques first because min uniques is going to organically adjust your exposures. And then from there you could fine tune it. So like, say, you know, we do that Chris Paul example, right? I'm adjusting my min uniques here and then I'm seeing what players change. And then when I get to a point where like, okay, you know, everybody looks good, but I still want to tweak these like one or two players. Like maybe I do want to bring Chris Paul down to 60%, but now I'm only changing him. And the builder took care of all the rest of the exposure adjustments for me. So then now I just changed that one player and I've saved myself some time rather than going in and adjusting a bunch of exposures. And then mini Neeks would have just done that for you anyways there. So that's probably what I would suggest. All right. Question from Kevin here. And it looks like we have one more question in the discord. So Kevin said, can you go over the contest sim feature? I feel like the last couple of weeks I'm using it. I'm not having any luck for NFL or NBA. Don't understand what I'm doing wrong. So Kevin the, the chances are that you might not be doing anything wrong. So I don't want you to kind of get that in your head, right? If you've been playing a lot of football, uh, the example I like to get people is that, you know, in football, there are 18 regular season main slates. Compare that to a sport like NBA that just got started. There is a main slate each and every day for six months. So 30 times six is 180. So playing football compared to playing NBA, you are getting 18 main slates in football to 180 main slates in NBA. The variance shoots through the roof when you have such a small sample size. So the chances are you're probably not doing anything wrong here. Uh, We have a great, a bunch of great content on our YouTube channel. We even have a new playlist here called Understanding Contest Sim. So I would check out some of the videos in this playlist here, and then you could go, you know, check out some sports specific content if you're having trouble with some sports more than others, but I would definitely spend some time watching, even re-watching some of the content and trying to get your grasp on it. But the chances are that you're probably not doing anything wrong. DFS is a super high variance sport here. Uh, you know, in back testing that we did last year, we learned that a long-term winning player still only profits six to eight days in a calendar month, playing 30 days in a month here. So that just tells you that you're going to lose more than you win. But the point is to build high upside lineups where you have a chance to take down contests. And then when you do take those contests down, that is going to pay for all your losses and make you a profitable player. So DFS graphs usually look like lose, 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 win, lose, 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 win, right? It's not this steady climb up uh, like, you know, 
poker or cash games or anything like that. So don't get too down on yourself. Check out some of that content, and I, I'm sure you're going to be just fine. Uh, John said, why doesn't Saberson give projections on soccer games? The truth is that we just haven't built out our soccer model yet. Uh, we've been prioritizing a bunch of other models here. So like our most recent one that we released was college football. Uh, college football has been in the works, something that people have been asking about for a long time here. So college football definitely was a big one for us. We've been making updates to our NHL model, our NBA model as the season gets started here. So soccer, definitely something we want to build out in the future here. Just haven't had a chance to do so yet. All right. Question from Carrington said with the new live projections, could it be the case that these could actually hurt my original construction based on a small data sample with a quarter or half and overall variation of outcomes? Um, I would say no. And the reason I would say no is something that Matt kind of talked about where we aren't adjusting minute inputs until half. So although we are running the Sims every five minutes, uh, you know, we aren't letting, oh, you know, so-and-so played the last five minutes. We aren't letting that affect our projections for the rest of the game there. So we're running the Sims every five minutes to keep getting those actual scores and use them. But the actual, you know, forecasted minute inputs aren't being adjusted until halftime. So I don't think that, you know, we, we, that's a question that we asked ourselves when we decided to do this, like, Hey, you know, how do we make this as safe and not, you know, not use too much of these raw inputs? Like, should we do it by quarters? Should we do it by halves? Like we, we, we asked all these questions, right. And it probably would have been really good, like behind the Sims content. Unfortunately, I don't think those were recorded, but, um, but we try to be very safe. We try to make sure that the projections that you guys see are seeing are accurate projecting for, for the rest of the game. So uh, definitely something that the team took a lot of time considering here, and we feel like we're handling it as, as best as we could possibly handle it. All right. Question from L Dog in the Discord. Question says, when building multiple lineups for a slate, say entering three to five single entry lineups and two 20 matches, do you suggest different builds for these entries? And just build 45 lineups and then save the contest with rank unique. Also, what is the recommended save the contest rank, rank unique, etc.? Okay, so I'm answering the second part first. So I actually just recorded this new video. So if you go to our uh, help docs and go to our support library and you go to frequently asked questions here and then you go to fill methods. So I did this new video breaking down what the different fill methods do, how they work. It's a two minute video. Check this video out. This is a great video here. I'm actually going to link it here in this thread. That way you don't have to go searching for it. And then to answer the other parts of the question. So kind of cover this earlier, right? Uh, I think it's okay if you want to build all of your lineups together just to save time. I think NBA season makes the most sense to do that. Optimal strategy is to split it up based on the profit plan here and do your single entries and three maxes, 20 maxes, 150 maxes, which we talked about a little bit earlier in the show. But I think that if you're in a time crunch, it is okay to build them all together. I would still build a unique lineup for every entry that you have just to spread out your risk and to, uh, and to control, you know, not, not duplicate yourself, right? The more lineups you can get down on the slate, usually the better. And then I know I sent that, uh, video about the fill methods. I'll just talk about them here a little bit. So there is rank fill, which is if you're playing, you know, three single entries, we would put the top ranked lineup into all single entries. So you would only be playing one lineup if you use the rank option in that example. Unique rank would make sure that each lineup gets a unique entry. 
and then they go descending. So your top contest would get rank one. Your second contest would get rank two. Your third contest would get rank three. Unique Random would put your top three lineups into those three contests, but it would do it randomly. Your first contest could get your last lineup. Your second contest could get your first lineup, and then that would change if you filled it over and over. And then the last one is exact. So if you have you know three lineups and then you use exact, well, hey, the builder is going to insert uh, those three lineups into any contest that has three entries in it. So all that is broken down in that video that I linked, and I would recommend checking it out. Carantine said, thanks a lot for the response. The customer service at SaberSim is top notch. Hey man, we take a lot of pride in our customer service. We really try to get back to people quickly here. Uh, you know, quick response times, really try to be around close to walk and try and help you guys out. So if you guys ever have an issue, do not wait until after a slate locks to reach out to us. If you're having issues leading up to lock, reach out to us right away. You can reach out to us in the discord in the support channel reach out to us via the report a problem link in this drop down on the right hand side, or you can send us an email support at sabersim.com. We are going to do our absolute best to get back to you as quickly as possible. But that about does it for all the questions here, everybody. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be right back here Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern for our next show. So until then, take care. See you guys and good luck.